way you care about the planet, then nuclear power is for you. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. National Public Radio has discovered a safe, clean, low-carbon footprint energy source that is pushed by California environmentalists. What that is in just one moment. I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angles brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, the answer is nuclear. Nuclear energy. Yes, that is the safe, clean, low-carbon footprint uh, energy source that is being pushed by some California environmentalists, specifically a group calling itself Mothers for Nuclear that are going around and lobbying to keep the Diablo Canyon nuclear reactor open past its scheduled shutdown date of 2025. I believe Diablo Canyon is the last operating nuclear power plant in California. And uh, they say it should be kept open uh, because it's the safest thing we've got going. There are far fewer accidents and deaths and pollution as a result of nuclear power. And uh, the I want to read the description that was included in this article. They both, the, the two women that are running uh, Mothers for Nuclear, both describe themselves as eco-friendly liberals, moms concerned about preserving wild spaces, recycling, and climate change. Stephen Green... I think this is an exciting development for the state of California. In fact, it's not just a couple of moms out uh, in the bushes trying to get people to hang on to this power plant. Actually, Governor Gavin Newsom is in favor of keeping it open, uh, largely as a result of an MIT Stanford study, apparently, that said if they could keep it open until 2035 instead of 2025, Steve, that they would cut carbon emissions from the power sector by 10% and save $2.6 billion in electricity costs. Steve, what can we do to encourage the folks who are trying to keep Diablo Canyon open just another 10 years? Oh, imagine how much better California would be right now if they hadn't closed the other plants that they shuttered. Oh, my. You know, there was a uh, thing last weekend. I wrote about this for my at my uh, day job as Vodka Planet at PJ Media, where uh, the California uh, Electrical Production Overseer, I can't remember what the agency is called. It's a but uh, they had to they had to issue one of these alerts asking people not to run their appliances at night. And this mm -hmm. is the part I love not to charge their electric vehicles at night either. Um, and this is great because California has outlawed the uh, sale or registration of traditional engines after 2035. That's the same year Diablo is going to go offline if it's given this 10-year extension. Um, you know, California's got two big, two big problems, uh, uh, drought and, and electricity. And they... This is this is so maddening. Uh, I've talked about this before, but uh, in the in the 1920s, when the Western states came up with their the, the water treaty to portion the Colorado River and how we were going to build dams and, and reservoirs and all of this good stuff, um, the West was in an unusual wet period, but nobody knew it at the time. And since about the mid 1990s, the, we've been reverting to the mean and it's been getting drier. And all of the assumptions that were made about how much water we needed to store proved to be wrong because, as again, we built those dams and everything during an unusually wet period. Um, so California needs more water. They also need more power. California should have been building desalinization plants 20 years ago and nuclear plants to power them. And then you would have the excess uh, for, electric for electricity. And you could be, hell, you could 
be all electric in five years. Hell, I don't know. It'd be great. But these major problems, uh, anybody could see them coming down the road. Um, the California population was still booming when I left there almost 30 years ago. I, le I left in 1994, and I think there were 30 million people in California, 32 million. Now it's just shy of 40 million. But now it's shrinking. The state is shrinking for the first time since 1849. Because when you plug in your car, there's no juice. That'll do it. Uh, Bill Whittle, it's uh, Governor Newsom's plan to keep the Diablo Canyon reactor going uh, is going to face some opposition specifically from his own party in the state assembly. Um, his own buddies, uh, lawmakers, are against it in many cases. Um, it also has to clear some regulatory hurdles with the state and the federal government. Um, and, of course, there are st still a lot of grassroots, diehard activist opponents of it who are saying a variety of old arguments. Plus, they're saying, now look, Diablo Canyon reactor is is old. It's not safe. Uh, it is in a risky location as far as uh, potential for earthquakes and things like that. Um, Bill, my understanding is that to open a new nuclear reactor could take seven to ten years, but usually takes decades. Um, if they shut this one down, uh, what are the prospects for nuclear power sufficient to? to fuel everybody's Tesla ever coming online in our lifetimes. I think they should shut down. I think they should shut down Diablo Canyon and they should do it as the final step of going to essentially an all nuclear energy grid here in California. Uh, the Diablo Canyon uh, reactor produces 2.2 gigawatts of power, 2,200 megawatts of power. I did a little research into this a little while ago. San uh, California is adding uh, power plants to the grid the most recent one that I was aware of when I did the research was a solar farm that they've added that uh, added 40 megawatts. Hmm. So they closed San Ino they closed the San Onofre nuclear plant in 2013, which generated about 2,000 megawatts. But they did open one, that uh, a solar plant that generated 40. To give you an idea of what California considers to be uh, wise energy management, I'd love to tell you I'm joking about this, but I'm not. Listed as power sources in the California grid is a facility that pumps water up the hill at nighttime when electrical rates are low and then runs energy off it using gravity when energy rates are higher. They pump water up, burning energy, the same amount of energy, by the way, it's just at a cheaper price. And then when it comes down, we generate more energy. The reason I say that, that uh, Diablo Canyon should be eventually closed and closed as the last is because this, this facility was opened in the late 60s and essentially was designed in the 50s. Uh, Steve mentioned on our backstage show that one of, the, uh, one of the qualities about American nuclear power plants, because there were so many different private companies, is that no two of them are exactly the same. It pains me to say this, but the, the French had this absolutely down. They put out a standard reactor design, which meant that anybody who was trained on one was trained on the other. That's a, that's a much smarter way to go. But, but my point is this. In the 50s and 60s, we understood how to get heat out of uranium. And in order to do that, it took some pretty fancy engineering. Since then, we've determined ways to get heat out of radioactive materials that that don't generate these kind of radioactive wastes, and much more importantly, cannot melt down. It's not cannot melt down because if something happens, we got a pump. The, it's not a question of engineering. The laws of physics say that if this thing stops working, it simply shut, shuts down. It takes a lot of work to keep it going. If that, if that power supply goes out, 
then it just plain stops working. And the final thing I'll say on this, because I'm an advocate of this, there's been three bad nuclear accidents in the history of the world. Uh, there was Three Mile Island, which released some radioactive gas in the atmosphere and had no detectable effect on anything. There was Fukushima, which was designed to withstand a 9.0 earthquake. 9.0. Uh, the, the big one in California is predicted to be eight something, right? 9.0 is what it was designed to protect. It ended up being a 9.1 earthquake, and they could have saved that that plant. There would, they could have saved that plant completely, but they decided that they wanted to try and save the reactor so they didn't want to pump water into it. So that's a bad management decision, but these things happen. And the big one, of course, is Chernobyl. At Chernobyl, reactors don't have containment structures. We have an energy source that we use at home, many of us, and it's called fire. And when we have fire in our home, we put it into a containment structure, which we call a fireplace and a chimney. We don't light the fire in the middle of the living room because <laughs> things are likely to burn down if you do that. We put it into a safe structure that's designed to withstand fire. The Soviets didn't do that. They said, oh, it's too expensive. More importantly, Chernobyl exploded because a, a Communist Party official wanted to show his superiors that he could make that plant run at a particularly low level of, uh, of output. And it was just nothing but a series of, of mindless errors. I'm saying all of this to say that the, that the three big nuclear accidents are not only preventable by, by new designs, they were all preventable by just common sense adherence to the procedures that were in place at the time, with the exception, of I guess, of Three Mile Island. But, but this, this power source has, has been so demonized. And Steve is right. I grew up in a world where we were going we to grow cotton in the Mojave Desert because we had nuclear power plants. We're going to pump seawater in there. They're going to they're gonna, um, desalinate the water. It's going to give us fresh drinking water. It gives us hydrogen. If we want to use hydrogen cars, we want to get away from a, from, a, from a plug. But when it's all said and done, Scott, power from um, Diablo Canyon is six cents per kilowatt hour and everything else, including the fossil fuel plants in California is 10 cents per kilowatt hour. And those gigantic solar plants in Nevada are something outrageous, like nine or 10 times that amount of money. So it's win, 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 except for these people who never allow us to have any nice things. Well, these mothers for nuclear are going around speaking to community groups and professional societies. They're on social media promoting uh, conversations. They walk around their hometowns wearing T-shirts that say, why nuclear? Ask me. <laughs> and you just got to admire these folks. Uh, one of them says, "It's uh, this is a quote from the story. It's the largest source of carbon-free electricity in the United States. Most people don't know that it produces a lot of electricity on a relatively tiny land footprint. And I think that this is a great example of two what seem like divergent ideas coming together and of, of people who are open-minded enough to say, hey, I know what my objectives are. If I can achieve my objectives in a different way than I thought was possible, then I'm open to that. And clearly, these people who are promoting this idea now of keeping Diablo Canyon open and of promoting nuclear power understood that. For years, they may have labored under the delusion that this is a super dangerous form of energy generation. But now they're coming around to say, hey, wait a minute, as far as accidents and pollution and so-called climate change go, and all of this stuff that they care about, 
wow, it's actually a lot better than anything else we've got going. And they are willing to change their minds and not only that, turn around and advocate for something that they previously opposed. And I think it's a good lesson for all of us to look at and say, okay, how can we find ways to connect with things people care about in ways that make sense to them. Instead of just taking, you know, a couple of women like this who a decade or two ago, we might've said, listen, you knuckleheads, <laughs> you know, and kind of insult them and talk about how ignorant they are and stuff like that. But how can we bring them along a continuum to understand that, hey, you care about the planet? then nuclear power is for you, and here's why. And uh, little by little, that's what's happened with them. And more and more people, uh, even if Gavin Newsom is doing this against uh, his political consultant's better advice, they're going to have to start waking up and saying, wow, we eat up huge chunks of land from these other so-called clean energy sources, and we have to uh, generate all kinds of toxic side effects to create batteries Oh, gee, maybe if we did something that takes up a relatively small land footprint and generates cheap electricity and makes the planet cleaner and better, that would work for all of us. And I, I welcome our friends who have come to this realization, and I'm going to try to not say anything to get in their way. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Ott. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible. 